on WJMS Media, powered by Black Ivy Media. It's your girl, Rita Pierre, your host. And as always, I hope you guys are striving, thriving, and surviving in these streets. So happy new week, everyone. I hope that this week brings you much productivity, much joy, much happiness, all of the positivity. We are literally plowing through the month of January. In fact, the month of January is essentially over. Next Sunday is our last Sunday in this month. And then we are heading on to February, which is Black History Month. So I love Black History Month because I feel like it gives us an opportunity to learn our history. And although we should be learning 365 days a year, you know, it's something about these months, these special months, right? There's a lot of emphasis put in. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to learn. And I feel like every year I learn something new. I learn something new and I love it. And so, again, although we should be learning about our history and and, and really focusing on our culture like every day, you know, having an entire month dedicated to Black history is to our advantage because we are laser focused and people from everywhere are sharing facts. And I just feel like collectively um, it's a great movement for us because it does allow us to engage with each other in ways that we do not throughout the year. So I'm excited for Black History Month. There's going to be a lot going on on the Black Ivy Media platform Um, For Black History, I'm hoping to get some really cool guests for According to RP. So um, stay tuned for that. I just wanted to shout out everyone and say thank you for watching our documentary, Black Women in Small Business, on our YouTube channel at Black Ivy Media. We are literally right now, I think, at 8.6K views. And we have about 500 and maybe eight, I think, followers, as I just checked. We are obviously trying to increase our subscribers. So if you have not yet subscribed to Black Ivy Media, please do so. We are on YouTube. If you're not following us on Instagram, please follow us there, too. But we um, are releasing some cool stuff on our on our um, YouTube page. And again, we have some projects that we are currently working on that will be debuted and featured on our YouTube page as well, too. So you want to make sure that you are subscribed so that the moment things drop, you guys will be the first to watch. But thank you guys again. It's definitely a collective effort. I feel like collective is the word of the day for today, but it's a collective effort. Without you guys, I would not have gotten to 8,500 views. And I anticipate that I will get to 10,000 views by the next time I speak to you. I feel like I've been manifesting a lot and the manifestations have been working out, guys. They have been working out. So thank you guys for all of your support again. So today's episode is actually a replay of some sort. Uh, We had a live stream about, I don't know, a few months ago with the lovely Marjorie Vale, who has been a guest on this platform in the past. Um, And we had a conversation about femininity. What is femininity? And I thought it would be appropriate to replay it here because a lot of you guys didn't get a chance to um, actually partake in that event. Um, But the conversation I always wanted to replay on the According to RP platform, because again, it's one of importance and it's something that we have been talking about. It's something that I've been seeing all over social media. You know, there's so so much commentary on femininity. In fact, there's whole courses and programs designated to teaching women how to be more feminine. Um, So... I don't want to give too much away because I think that this conversation goes in a direction that, 
you know, at least for me, I didn't expect it to go in the direction that it went. And I think that for many of you all, you might already have a preconceived idea of where this conversation will lead. And I think you may be pleasantly surprised, at least I hope pleasantly surprised, that the conversation um, goes in a different direction that I think is more neutral. A conversation I think that will serve both men and women. Because a lot of times when we talk about femininity, even though it sounds like the end goal is really to catch a man, there's a lot more to it. And the real focus is not where you think. Again, I don't want to give too much because I feel like the more I'm going to talk about it, <laughs> the more I'm going to like reveal. And I really want you guys to tune in. But either way, so check out what is femininity with myself and the wonderful mindset coach, Marjorie Vale. So here we go. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Black Ivy Media. My name is Rita Pierre, and I am the CEO and founder of Black Ivy Media. We are a platform that seeks to change the narrative of the Black diaspora through various forms of digital media. One of these forms is by panel discussions and conversations on various issues, various topics that affect our community. So tonight, I'm really, really excited to have this conversation with the amazing Marjorie Vale here, who is the founder of Enmarac LLC. So Marjorie, please say hello. Introduce yourself to the people. <laughs> hello, everyone. Um, some of you may see me in the IG Live last week, but my name is Marjorie Vale. I am a trauma therapist. I'm also a mindset coach, um, mom, wife. And uh, I have so many, you know, licensed esthetician, you name it. But mostly right now, I'm carrying the weight of being, not the weight, but the, yeah, the wanted weight of being a trauma therapist and a uh, mindset coach. This is a topic that uh, it's been popping around. Like it's just been popping around, especially on social media, I would say for months now. Um, you know, I've seen people, you know, post videos talking about femininity classes and why they decided to, to take femininity classes. Um, and so I've been very curious about this topic, especially, you know, going through this whole dating uh, world. I am a single <laughs> and I'm in these streets. <laughs> I am a single, you know, I'm a single. Um, and so this conversation has been coming up a lot. And what I have found is that is like, there's a polarization when it comes to this uh, topic, there are people who are like, yes, you know, uh, femininity, I'm totally about it. And then there are others who are just like, this is total BS. I don't know who's coming up with this stuff. This is what's wrong with our society. And so there seems to not be a real consensus. But I think one thing I can take from all of the conversations I've had with both men and women is they really don't understand what femininity is. That is always the question. Well, what is this? So Marjorie, right. my lovely mindset coach, <laughs> has been in talks with me the last couple of weeks regarding this topic. Um, share with us what is femininity? Like, what is this whole hype around femininity? Why is it important for us to talk about it now? Well, first of all, um, I want to say that I'm talking about it um, as a cisgender person. So meaning that I was born uh, a girl and I'm operating as, as such. Okay. So this is my experience. So I don't want, I don't want to take away from anyone else's experience, but this, this is my experience. What I find is that sometimes that people um, confuse femininity with feminism, right? Which is two different things. And I think um, people think that they're interchangeable. Um, there are some things that kind of cross but um, feminism is has to do with our rights, right? To be able to sit at the table for equity um, with men to be paid the same as to, um, to get uh, the same type of positions that they do, um, you know, our right to vote, all of those things, those are feminism, right? And femininity has to do about your womanness, right? What makes you a woman? Uh, which is uh, not um, 
I think what sometimes people do is equated femininity with trying to find a man, but mm-hmm. that's not what it is. Um, not to say that it doesn't um, support or help, right? But it's more about um, being in touch with yourself, with your softness, with your essence, um, and not holding back. Uh, we all grew up, I know you did, I know I did, um, in a single mother household where uh, they took on both roles, right? They were feminine and they were masculine. We and, and we operate in both. We operate in our feminine energy and we do operate in our, our masculine energy. But femininity is basically the, the drive. The femininity should be the drive of mostly how you are all of the time. So feminism and femininity, two, two different things. You can be a, a feminist and still be, still have femininity. I see. Okay. So let's talk about some characteristics because I'm thinking about, you know, again, the conversations I've had and I, and I still feel like, you know, wheels might be spinning. Like I get what you're saying, but let's talk about maybe what are some of these like maybe characteristics of femininity that maybe people might be able to grasp and say, ah, okay, I get it. Right. Well, I, I, like I said, to talk about my experience. I grew up in the streets of Brooklyn in the eighties and nineties. And one of the things that I always felt like I had to do is I had to be tough, right? I had to be, um, because growing up in, 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 uh, Brooklyn in the eighties and nineties, it was like survival of the fittest. Especially mm-hmm. if you were Haitian, that was my experience. Right. Yeah. And so I grew, um, I felt like a lot of my personality um, as I grew up was this tough exterior, um, this strong, like, no, 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 uh, nobody can mess with me kind of thing. And I was afraid to be soft, mm-hmm. to be vulnerable, to be uh, honest, to be um, to realize that I need self-care, I need this, I need this, because I felt like I had to be this, uh, I had to take on this masculine, and I didn't realize it at the time, that I had to take on this masculine uh, energy in mm-hmm. order to survive. And that stayed with me for years. And and I didn't realize how much it impacted uh, my relationships, um, my relationship with guys, even my relationship with women. Um, and so you know, just taking on this aura of like, when realizing it took me years to realize, oh, I I can be soft. I can be gentle and still be strong. So it's not, some people think that you have to let go of one to take on the other, but that's not the case at all. I see. Okay. I mean, that makes a little sense, right? I feel like, like you said, a lot of us did grow up very rough. Um, even if, you know, you weren't necessarily in the streets, but you inside your house it was just very cold, very rough. Because I guess a lot of our parents, right, they kind of had the same survival situation right. and they passed that on to us. Uh, but I think that, you know, uh, when I had this conversation with one of my cousins this week, um, same thing, like, but funny enough, she, she was raised by a single dad. Mm-hmm. So for her, though, she's just like, but this... This idea that I have to be, I guess, softer in order to either like attract a man or to bring in a man. Like, like I'm fine with the roughness that I might possess, right? Like, especially when you are a single person, whether you have kids or don't have kids, but you're, you know, doing everything on your own. Like a lot of us are in our late 30s, um, approaching some in our 40s. And it's like, I've been doing all of this on my own. I've been independent. I've been confident. I've done all these things on my own. I've had to have my own back. So, and that's what made me who I am today. So how do I then break away from that to then become this quote unquote, like feminine character, which I think they're thinking like, this is not my personality. So why can't I be me and still attract, you know, a good man? Well, if we're honest, it, there are going to be some friction, right? You know, um, and like I said, I'm 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 coming from a cisgender heterosexual kind of uh, situation. Um, there, and, and, and it's not, and I, I I want 
to set this straight, it's not that you have to be uh, uh, soft or you have to be uh, something that you're not in order to attract a man. But there is a certain level of vulnerability that you need to have in order to make a relationship work. I've been married for 20 years, right? Um, And like, for instance, for example, I just... uh, I was just creating something, a, a, a do-it-yourself fireplace that I'm so excited about. <laughs> and I had the idea myself, you know, it was great. And could I get it done for my, could I put it together by myself? It was easy, boxes, whatever. Um, but I was comfortable to say to my husband, could you, could you put this together for me? And we did it together. That vulnerability to say, I can do it myself, but can we do it together? Can you, can you take it over for me? Right. Allowing myself to be, uh, taken care of, allowing myself to be, uh, led. Right. But still knowing that I have that power to take it over if I wanted to, Mm -hmm. it's just that why, when I can do it and it wasn't like you do it, but just like, babe, can you, can you support me? Can you help me? That's a lot of that takes a lot of vulnerability and a space inside of yourself that said that doesn't tell you you're, that you're weak. It just says that, you know, this is what I need. This is what I want. Um, and that's OK. So why is that important, though? Why is that vulnerability? And I mean, when we're talking about relationships, right, because I think that's where why most people are concerned or are interested in this topic, like you mentioned earlier, why is it important then for the, the 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 woman right to step into that vulnerability and say or or to step into that space and say could you you know what if they're like I always like I'm a dumb do it yourselfer I'm a Bob right. the Builder like I like this stuff why must I have to say wait wait let me let me uh, allow, you know, something for the man to do. Like, why must that, uh, I guess that exchange exist? Well, you keep saying that you keep saying must and half mm-hmm. that that's not the case. Uh, it's, it's a decision, right. And you have to be at a certain place within yourself to know that you are in control, but you're also, uh, comfortable with, you know, being led or being supported or being given to, right? It's not a must or a have. Um, honestly, men, if we're honest, and some people are going to come for me for this, but men, they like to take care of us. They do want to do stuff for us. But guess what? We don't let them, right? Especially when, when we're in a relationship, we want to do everything and we don't allow the men to, you know, take care of things. Mm -hmm. I got this, I got this, but that's for most men, it's built in them to take care of us, to love us, to cherish us, to uh, support us, to give to us. But we're, uh, many of us are not in that space to allow them to do that. And that takes a lot, a lot of um, inner strength and knowing yourself and knowing that I don't need it. I don't have to have it. I relinquish it. Okay. And so is the relinquishing then to make the male or to create a space where the, the, the partner, right? The male partner feels as if they're being needed, as if they're being useful, as if they're part of the relationship. Because I think that's the disconnect, right? When people are looking at this, they're like, okay, but I like to do this. Like, and that's where that must language comes in where it's like, like, but I don't, I don't want to. So is that a detriment to, you know, the relationship or getting into a relationship if I want to continue operating um, the way that I'm operating, like if he jumps in great, but I, I don't feel like I need to create space to say, Hey babe, could you do this? What kind of relationship is that? Right. Tell me. <laughs> where, 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 then why, why even do it? You mm-hmm. know, what I mean? there's a, there's a certain, uh, you know, there, 
I think about my own relationship and um, like I said before, I don't, I don't have to, I don't need it. But my partner is that I already know that my partner wants to is, is, is more, more than willing to. Right. And I trust that he wants to. And so I know that I can lean on him mm-hmm. to take care of things. If I, if I want to, you know, uh, once not, one time I was stuck in, 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 what was it? Jersey or Philadelphia? Thought I was getting a ride back. I didn't. He drove an hour out to come get me at 11 PM. Could I have made my way back home? Sure. I could have had somebody drop me off. The, but if my husband says, just hold on, I, I'm coming to get you. Just be someplace safe. I'm coming to get you. Why not? Because that is showing, that is showing me that's him showing his love for me, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I want to take care of you. I don't want you being on a train that late. I don't want you, like, you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, that makes me feel so good. Well, we want to be like, I got this. I don't... Why? Yes, come get me. I'm waiting. <laughs> so there is a feeling there then, right? It does make them feel, I guess, needed, important, makes them feel, or even if it's not needed, but it makes them feel good when there is that exchange where, you know, like you said, I I got it, but I would prefer if you came to get me or if you got it instead of me. Let me tell you, majority of men feel amazing about taking care of their woman. They do. Mm -hmm. And some of them, that's like their goal, right? And I think if we, for me, I feel like the more we operate in our femininity, first of all, when you're feminine, uh, when you're standing in your femininity, you know who you are, you know what you deserve, right? Because I think you and I had that conversation before. I said to you, whoever I'm with needs to take care of me and love me greater than I do myself, Mm. right? Okay. Greater. So if I'm someone who really loves myself, I take care of myself, I get my nails done, I get my hair done, you know, I like to dress up. And that doesn't mean like, oh, dress this or whatever. Whatever it is for you, femininity is for you, right? That person has to go above and beyond what I do for myself. Interesting. That's an interesting concept because I think... I think one reason why we are talking so much about femininity now is because, you know, social media, mm-hmm. there, there are, we call them the podcast boys, the, the, <laughs> the, where there's these podcasts now, there's these platforms now where men are having these conversations about why they're not going to do X, Y, and Z, or if a woman expects them to, you know, pay for dinner or, you know, do whatever, I guess, maybe traditionally would be the norm that, you know, they're kind of like pushing against that. And I think that's why women, a lot of women might be in a state of confusion where it's like, I grew up with these traditions, these norms on, you know, what courting is supposed to look like, you know, growing up, I used to hear a man should love you, you know, Mm -hmm. you love him, like some of these constructs. But now I feel like a lot of that's being challenged because you have a certain class or category of men who are just like, nope, equal opportunity for everybody. We want women chasing men. You guys want, you know, I'm a feminist. This one guy was on a podcast. Like I'm a feminist. Women have an equal opportunity to chase me. So there's a lot of confusion. There's no confusion. Then that's not the man for you. I see. Because the man for you will treat you greater than you treat yourself. So it's, and that's why I said you have to be able to stand in your power. And, and I think a lot of it is that women uh, don't have great self-concept. Okay. We don't know what we deserve. We don't know what uh, uh, what is, not, not that we don't know what is best for us, but yeah, sometimes we don't know what is best for us because we're willing to take the pieces and the crumbs because, oh, we're looking at our age. Oh, we're looking at this and we're looking at social media. We have these barometers that have nothing to do with our inner selves. It has to do with the external instead of the internal, right? And so that is what is blinding us. But if you are a person who have has a great self-concept, that you know that you deserve to be wine and dined and, you know, gifted and all of that, then 
at first date with someone, which doesn't need to be anything crazy. Let's do a coffee so I can kind of uh, single you out, strike you out right away from them. Cause let's not even waste our time going to dinner. Dinner should be the second step, the step where I'm like, okay, I think I, I think I like this guy, yeah. but let's cross them off at coffee. Cause you <laughs> get coffee and be like, mm-hmm. if you cross him out at FaceTime. <laughs> exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Let's stop entertaining these men that we already know. No, you're not for me because I could already see if, we're at coffee and you're talking about we're splitting. It's coffee. It's like $5. It's $6, whatever it is. You're, you're, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Then that's not for me. That's not to say that's not for someone else. This is not for me. Right. You know what I mean? So once you know what you deserve, what you should have, what you, that crown is on your head and not with arrogance, but with confidence. Mm-hmm. Then you you start weeding them out right away. And right. let me tell you, because I believe I, I study the law of assumption. I believe you attract what your self-concept is. I see. Yes. I go in, go in go in a little deeper with that because I think I think that it sounds good. I want to know more. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The law of assumption? Yeah, like this attracting what you deserve thing. Because I think mm-hmm. that that's that's another reason why I think a lot of women have been running to femininity classes. Um, mm-hmm. And I want to talk about that, you know, in a little bit. Right. But uh, taking femininity courses because they're just like, I'm trying to get chose. And that's, right. been, that's been the 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 tagline. I'm trying to get chose. And I need to learn about this femininity because I want to attract men who want to treat me the way I want to be treated. Right. Well, it's it's a lot of self-work. It's a lot of self-work. And when I, when I say uh, self-concept is uh, what you think about yourself, like I said before, and what you think you deserve, right? And some of us, you know, as a trauma therapist, so we grew up with a lot of trauma, right? Mm-hmm. And we had people telling us, our family members, by the way they treat, treated us or spoke to us or whatever, um, how they put into us what we think about ourselves, mm-hmm. right? And so we need to do the work to undo those things if they were negative. And I would say majority of us uh, grew up with those negative um, ideas. And so we have to do undo those things and get back to who we are and knowing what we are, who we are, what we are and what we deserve. But what some of us are doing is that we are desperate uh, to get chosen. We're mm-hmm. desperate. Get married um, as if it's the all to be all the end all, right? Um, we're um, accepting crumbs, right? Because it's just kind of like, well, you know, they may not be great out there. Well, let's talk about the crumbs, though. What what are these crumbs? Like, I feel like I feel like sometimes that's the other part of the conversation right. where women don't know what like cr- like what what is a crumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you this: if you Walk away from someone and you don't feel like, oh my God, that was wonderful. Oh my gosh, I can't believe he did this. Oh my gosh, I can't believe. Why are you with that person? Right. Okay. So crumbs is like the gut feeling that's telling you. You know, uh, we know, we feel it. Because I think you and I had a conversation about that in general, how we, we know, but we're just like, oh, maybe I need to give him a second chance. Right. Give him th- no, that's what we, and that's part of our femininity is that intuition, that gut feeling, that knowledge of like, this is not enough, but we somehow think this is the best that I can do. The resilient, you know, as yes. nations, resilient, like ambient. Yeah, the ambient, the, mm-hmm. the mind as well. Right. So if he's a mine as well, that's the crumb. Yep. We now, don't want mine as well. We don't want mine as well. So are there certain characteristics? Because again, you know, sometimes our guts be playing games with us, right? So off the bat, I'm going to ask like maybe two, two, three things, or maybe one, I don't know. But the biggest one is the bill, because this has been the biggest topic, again, on social media, uh, topic of all times. It'll never die. 
But this bill question comes up because now they're like, we're in 2022. We are deep, deep, deep into this. It's not even the new millennium anymore. It's just we're deep into the 20s, right? And women are making, a lot of women are making a lot more than, you know, men. So there's these different rules out there where the person who makes the most is the one that needs to pay. The, the, and sometimes that's the woman, the woman, a lot of times that's the woman. Um, or there's, there are other theories out there where they're like the person who asked the person out is the person that pays. Um, if it's a first date, because, you know, we're entering into a recession, everything should just be split because at this point women are, and men are, you know, we're, we're equalizing in, in the pay scale. What are your thoughts on that? Because a lot of women are, are confused because they're like, well, I do make a lot more money than this guy. Like, should I be the one to pay for this meal? Like, what's your thoughts? Uh, I'm old school. No, <laughs> not at all. I think, I think you and I were talking about that. I'm like, until we're like dating. No, unless you, I mean, like, I mean, if you feel compelled to, but I, what I see women do, which just irks my nerves is a guy will be like, yeah, I'm paying it. Like, no, 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 no. Mm. You you're, just, fighting the bill. <laughs> you're, you're fighting. And I'm like, why? Th- that That's when you, because men like to take care of women. They do. Some people like, and if you say no, they don't, then you're with the wrong guy. I see. Yeah. Because it's innate. It's innate in them. Just like we're innate mothers. Right. Mm-hmm. We're connected to our children. We know when our kids are sick, we know something's wrong with Right. And in the, in the same way, men like to take care of women. If you were the guy who if he's not going to start to take care of you in this pregame, what what's he going to do when you're married? Right. You taking care of him for the rest of your life. I mean, there are sugar mamas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> want to be a sugar mama. That's a whole different like, ballgame, you know, those sugar mamas are usually dating younger men who. Um, sometimes it's a, it's a physical thing. It's not really a, you know, a relationship, you mm-hmm. know, um, in this whole sense of the word. Yeah. And just like you got women who have sugar daddies, but what do those sugar daddies do is taking care of them. Right. You know what I mean? Um, and so no, I, I'm, I'm old school. I, I remember having a conversation with my coworkers. This was years ago. <laughs> she went on a date with this guy who lived one stop before her and um, did not take her home. And I said, why? And she was like, oh, you know, now, mind you, this was like 2008 or something. She was like, oh, it's the millennium. And, you know, he just lived one stop. It was like, don't go on a date with that guy again. Because if someone can make sure that you're in front of your door, he's not going to take care of you. Mm. My husband, when I was dating him, lived on 162nd Street in Manhattan. Anytime he went out on a date, would bring me to my door in Brooklyn, whether it's one in the morning, two in the morning, three in the morning. And then we'll travel back. And you know how the trains are at night. (laughs) And of course, me loving him would stay up till he called me to say that he got home. But he wasn't letting me get on the train late at night and get to no. So that's the other crumb. So right. it's, if you can't make sure that I get to my door, what, what do you, what am I doing with you? What about in the age of Uber, right? Where you can track the car, you could put her in an Uber mm-hmm. and the date. Cause I see a lot of this is not happening. Like I, you know, I haven't been on a lot of dates, but you know, they're like, Oh, you're taking the train. No problem. Or you get in an Uber. All right, cool. Let me know when you get home. But let's say the guy puts you. So he's not, he, he's not going to travel from Harlem to Brooklyn to Harlem. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm going to put you in an Uber and I can track to see if the Uber got to the stop. Is that acceptable? acceptable it's acceptable if he doesn't have a car. Okay. One. Mm-hmm. And two, if a man doesn't call to make sure that you got home or have you tell you, text me when you get home. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't even give him a second date. Don't even respond. No, I don't care if he saw you. That could mean anything. 
God forbid you got murdered in the car, the, uh, the car, and then the guy acted like he got to your door and you really didn't make it. Right. Like, he needs to hear your voice saying, I am inside my house. Mm-hmm. I made it home safely because that's that's the only way he's really going to know that you did. So it sounds like, you know, because a lot of people be like, oh, this is so old school. Like, you know, man pulling out a chair, pulling out your coat for you, all this. Other. This is so I want old. it all. I want it all. So it depends. I guess it depends on if you're so if you're a woman who, you know, doesn't care, I guess, about all of that, then I guess that's just it is well, what it yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, if you don't care, then you don't care. But I think more majority w- women care. Yeah. I, they want to be loved. They want to be taken care of. Honestly, I don't care if I make six figures, right? I still would want my man to be like, you want this? I got you. Mm-hmm. You want this? I got you. Right? And even let's say he can't do it financially, but he's doing other things to make sure that I'm taken care of. Right. So, so there's So there's that that uh balance then right because i know some men i know we have some men in in the in the chat hello jd hello clay um in the chats and sammy my cousin sammy's tuning in i know that they're probably thinking i mean i, I mean i don't have you know in this day and age we're about to be in a recession eggs are eight dollars i don't have money <laughs> to be you know drinks you i mean back in the day you could maybe get three rounds of drinks you know now you get three rounds of drinks it's a hundred dollars and i don't have time for all this i don't have money for all this stuff But it sounds like you're saying that there are other ways that you can show that you care that doesn't necessarily involve money. And I think that this conversation is usually centered around how much money does the guy make? No, because let me tell you, you know, we've seen uh, men who are really thoughtful in Mm -hmm. in how they plan dates. Right. Um, So it could be like some indoor picnic. But there are flowers and there are candles and whatever. And you like, this person thought of me and said, I just want her to come in and just be like, wow. Mm-hmm. So you know that person thought of you. Or if for some reason they know what your favorite meal is and you come over to the house and you guys are watching whatever, then he, he made that meal for you. Right. Because he knows oh, she, she loves steak. I'm going to make her steak. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That the desire to please and and love and take care of is for, first and foremost in their mind. Mm. Um, and that's how you know, you'll feel it. You'll feel it. You're like, oh my, you made me stay, girl. You tell your girlfriend, you made me stay. Yeah, why? Da, da, da. Did he take you out for a $500 dinner? No, but it was just as beautiful because that person thought of you specifically when you like and said, I want to please her. Right. And I think that's so important because I feel like whenever there's these conversations, a lot of the conversations we're hearing about on like social media, they're never really there to get to like the the, the crux of the issue or like to really parse out the topics like we're doing tonight. It's right. always a gotcha moment. Like, ah, you know, so all women do this and all women right, do right. that. But I think that if more men like really understood, like for the majority, I can't speak for every right. woman, but at least I know with all my friends that that is like, we don't necessarily care about, like, I don't even need to know like how much this place right. costs, how much, like, where are you taking me in terms of like, what are the dollar signs? You know, right. I know is it an A or a B or a C? I need to know about the yeah. food. I need to know the letters. Right, right, right. No, is this like Mr. Chow or whatever? But like you said, for me, like I, I respect more so somebody who's thoughtful. Mm-hmm. So it could have costed you zero dollars because your homeboy owns, you know, a catering yeah. company, your sister is a decorator. I don't need to know how much money you spent. It's the effort I think a lot of us are looking for. But I think it that all gets uh, dumbed down with this conversation about six-figure man. Does he make six figures? Does he make all this extra money? So I guess I'm wondering then, is it, a, a feminine characteristic or quality to be a woman to accept or to appreciate these acts from a man? Absolutely. Any, I don't know. I mean, we've seen it and we probably each have a friend who was the, the giver, the, the one doing everything. Guess what? That person always gets tired mm-hmm. because right. they always say, what, when's my turn? Well, he doesn't do, you hear the girlfriends like, he don't do nothing for me. He don't got nothing. 
Why? Because you're the one doing it. Right. Well, you should be on the receiving end of it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, exactly. That's 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 how it is. That's how it is. I'm also thinking about, you know, because I don't know if, if you have these friends, but I, you know, I have some of these friends. We all have one of these people where it's like they have that man who is doing all these things and they downplay it, like whatever. He's supposed to do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you're supposed to do that. That's your job. Okay. I'm supposed to give you a cookie for this, you know? And I'm wondering like when mm-hmm. we're talking about this femininity, is that what we're highlighting when we say this person either lacks feminine, feminine qualities when they are just so quick to just be like, whatever, and not be appreciative. Can I tell you something? A man will want to do more for you. The more grateful that you show that you are for him. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they need. Right. Right. That's their fuel. It could be the simplest thing. Oh, you got me. Oh my gosh, babe. Thank you. So you got me a rose. You were thinking of me. It's like, oh, little things, big things. We're going on a trip. Oh my gosh. My babes, my babes, my babes got me a little small gratitude Mm -hmm. because a little gratitude for little, no, the, and it just increases and increases. Right. A good, a good, a guy who really, really wants to please and is really in love or loves the person that they're with, they they need that. And then it just increases and increases and increases the more that gratitude is there. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it's just if it if it isn't there, I don't know how long it'll. <laughs> It'll last. But I mean, that's when he goes to the next one, I guess, right? <laughs> he finds somebody else who's grateful. <laughs> we see it all the time, you know? And I mean, a cheating is a is a character thing, right? Because sometimes right. you can be a good woman and you get uh, cheated on. It's a character thing. But um, I would say, you know, most people are, are with men who just, you know, they want to please their women. And that's what you're seeing in social media. And I think that's where people's barometer, like a social media has become the barometer for mm-hmm. people's lives, you know? And that's one of the things as a therapist, I'm always talking to the women, you know, it's like, what's your barometer, you know? Um, and we see like, you know, these men who are doing these things for their girlfriends and their wives and it's, and it's great and it's beautiful. Yeah. It ought to be like that, mm-hmm. but we're, we shouldn't be pushing you know, our guy to do, you know, those things because this is what we see, you know, that, that just, that's a whole nother story, but yeah. So we just have to be careful what our barometers are. You know, it's interesting when we talk about the cheating, I know that in conversations, because I I was polling people, some of you guys who are on here might've been polled by me unbeknownst to you (laughs) um, about this topic, but some of the things that came up was like, you know, if a man's going to cheat, and we know that women cheat too, because whenever you talk about men, they're like, oh, but women cheat. I only date men. I can only talk about men. Right. So, but, you know, when women, like when, we, when they get on this topic, a lot of them, two people in particular, were just like, listen, uh, this whole femininity thing, I got to be soft. I got to be whatever. They're like, listen, a man's going to cheat on you regardless. He's going to cheat on Susie Homemaker. He's going to cheat on that that sweet feminine, whatever the the uh the you know whatever you want type and they're gonna cheat on you so it's like it doesn't matter you can do whatever you want you can be as grateful as you want it doesn't matter in the end if he's gonna cheat he's gonna cheat so what how do you I guess uh combat that right if that's the mentality that someone's coming coming forth with absolutely it, it's it's the truth but the truth of the matter is that I'm not gonna be bitter mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let it stop me from uh, okay, maybe this guy was, but this doesn't mean the next guy will. And so I'm going to hold the next guy accountable for the guy before it lack character. Like, no, see, we, we, uh, what happens is, and, and, and it's normal. We allow these, uh, uh, narratives in our lives to dictate the future of our relationships. So someone is suffering and the next person is suffering for someone, something, that the guy before did and poor guy is like that's not where his mind is but you're just like on him like why don't I where you going I just, uh, uh. and it's like whoo come on I'm not so and so I'm me you know and so those those situations um 
uh, build these like walls inside of us that makes us like these um we become untrusting and we're just like uh you know and we're like we make people suffer because of something that we went through um and so that's why it's always important to really work on yourself prior to getting into a next relationship instead of uh, running from relationship to relationship to relationship. And, and sometimes people who do that are miss are missing something within themselves. Right. And so that's why they're just kind of like, Oh, void is missing. It's a man. Let me go next. And then it's like, so when you, you, you're not really thinking about or making sure that your self-concept, your core is so strong enough that yeah, you're picking someone that's decent the next time instead of just like the next available person. Mm-hmm. So I want to get into then this. So we talked about what femininity is. We talked about what some of the characteristics are. We kind of talked about what it looks like in relationship. Um, But there are these courses out there. People are taking femininity courses. And that seems to be bizarre to some because they're like, well, I'm a woman. Like, you know, like, why do I need to go take a class to know how to like, you know, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. They tie it into submission as well, too this concept of submission, but what does, so what are these women, like, what are these women learning? These women who go to these femininity classes and are like, girl, I'm trying to get chose. I'm in a class. They teach me how to cross, cross my legs, how to, you know, I got this one girl was like, you have to wear like, you know, bright colors, like red, so you can be seen, wear flowy dresses. So when you walk, you know, so they get down to the nitty gritty, but like from your perspective, like what, what should you really be walking away with? And like, what is happening in these classes that people are paying for? What? I don't even know. That's funny. I'm, I'm just, I was trying not to crack up when you were talking. <laughs> um, so really femininity, I mean, some of us need that exterior, but mo- mainly it's interior, right? And so when you're looking for those classes, you need to be looking for um, uh, an interior um, change, right? That ultimately will turn into an exterior change. Change, like for me, you know, I've created a, co- I'm creating a course that's coming out on femininity, but through self talk. And I, we talked about self talk last week. Um, last week, if your self talk is not on point, and we talk to ourselves all freaking day long, right? Mm-hmm. We don't even realize it that we're talking to ourselves, but we're our biggest like audience, and um what we say to ourselves is important, right? And there are five levels of self-talk and uh, four and five are good. One and three, not so good. So majority of the time we're, we're talking negatively to ourselves, right? And so my goal in the course is to help women to um, talk to themselves in a way, in a manner that is worthy, right? They, They know that they're worthy. Because if they're uh, know that they're worthy, they're taking care of themselves, they're vulnerable, then, like I said, when it's time to date, whatever, they already know that, no, this person is not going to treat me better than I treat myself. I don't need to be with him. Mm. So for me, it's, it's more internal. Yes, like do some people will need... Um, uh, help with their their uh, style, their style, or you know whatever. Yes, but what's the point in changing your style if you still don't think you're beautiful? Right, right. And those are those are real topics. I think those are real issues that I think we need to address within ourselves, right? Because a lot of us are wearing masks, and mm-hmm. we don't believe that we're beautiful. We don't believe that we're worthy. And and I know we were talking about this whole self talk thing. Um, that is how a lot of times we are then attracting individuals who are not going to treat us the way that we should be treated. Right. And I guess if you don't know how you should be treated or you don't know what your value is or your barometer, like you said, then you're always going to be in that cycle of, you know, meeting trashed men or meeting individuals who are not maybe trash. The thing is like, you know, one thing I've learned is that some of these men, it's not that they're trash, they're trash to you, I guess, because you allowed them to be trash mm-hmm. to you. Because that same man will like marry somebody else and be like a king to, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like anyone, people will take advantage if you let them, mm-hmm. you know. But if someone's coming into a relationship or you're just kind of like, wait, not here. 
mm-hmm. not me. And so the right kind of man will say, okay, all right, I see what the, the wrong kind of man will be like, well, she's too, she's too high maintenance or whatever. Okay, be gone. Yeah. They'll gaslight you into thinking that you're asking, you know, for too much. There was a a, a post, a video on social media, um, I think two days ago, where this woman was like, you know, she never thought it was possible to ask for nothing and to get less than what she didn't even ask for <laughs> when it comes to, you know, dating. And like, I didn't even, like, I've asked for nothing and right. now I've managed to get less than what I didn't even ask for. Um, so I think that a lot of that is, like you said, it's what you're accepting, right? Mm-hmm. So I think this concept of femininity is not necessarily do I like dress? Because a lot of the courses that I've seen and the people that have come back to talk and give feedback is like, you got to wear a flowy dress, girl, so he can see those curves. Make sure you wear red, you stand out. Like it's, right. it's more about like etiquette training. Right, right. Then it is about understanding more about who you are, um, your essence, right. your, your aura, right? Because mm-hmm. we all know, like, there's certain women that step into a room, and you're like, "Ooh, it's not not the women who are like uh, alpha, right? Mm-hmm. Not the ones that are intimidating, but the one that's like, honey, like people are just like buzzing around this person because there's this." Aura of just ah, essence about her that you're just kind of like guys go gaga. They're tripping over themselves trying to you know, and that's what I'm talking about. That aura, that essence, and that can only come from working within yourself, inside yourself. Right? You don't need anything, right? Because you give it to yourself. What you're giving me is extra. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I can give myself a whole bunch of stuff. But what you're giving me is extra, right? Like I said before, I I want to be w- with someone or you would want to be with someone that makes you happier. Right. Making you, oh, you're needing them to be happy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. That's problem. Right. But if that person adds to my happiness, right? So whether he's not here or he's here or whatever, whatever, I'm good. I'm happy. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So I, I think I think it's more digestible now, this concept. <laughs> yeah. A little more digestible. Yes, yes, yes. For people who have tuned in or who are going to watch this afterwards, um, what are some ways that, you know, I guess women can tap into their feminine, their feminine energy, right? Because let's just say, you know, we don't know where we're going to go get this course. We don't got the money or the time to go take a femininity course. But I do want to start making these changes. Like, you know, now that I know what femininity is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I, I want to be able to attract the right type of energy, the right type of person. What can I do even like from today to set myself up, you know, on the right path? Right. Well, first of all, I would say to not do it because of a relationship. I would say do it for you, mm-hmm. um, first and foremost, because once you get that right within yourself, the the relationship will come. Right. You worked on yourself. So it's more so of a working on yourself, right? I think I would look at the past couple of relationships um, that you've been in and, and take a look at. Uh, you know, what are some of the things that you accepted mm-hmm. and why did you accept them, right? Okay. Um, also, I would take a look at my self-care. Like, how do I take care of myself? Do I do I think I'm worthy of me taking care of my own self? Because sometimes we're in this hustle, uh, grinding, whatever mode all of the time. And we think, oh, you know, that I, I'll sleep when I die type thing. Mm-hmm. That's not living, that's not living. And that's definitely not femininity. Um, but so what is your self care? Like, what do you, can you look at yourself when you look at yourself in the mirror? What do you see? What do you say to yourself? What are the conversations that you're having about yourself to yourself? Right. Can you look at yourself naked and say, I'm wonder, I'm beautiful. I'm amazing. I'm 
with all your stretch marks and with all your scars and all of that, right? Or, or are you head down or you can't look, you can't see? Um, and looking um, at, uh, are you an angry person? Why are you angry? You right. know, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's, it's deep work, but it's worth it. Right. Yep. Oh man. So Marjorie, I think, I think we, we spent an hour on this conversation. Um, I think that, and there's always like, the more that we talk, you know, the more things we unravel. Um, but I definitely appreciate you taking the time to come and, and share your expertise on this topic. I think, um, you know, those who have tuned in and those who will tune in afterwards will have a better understanding. And even myself, cause like all week, I'm just like, I'm not a damsel in distress. Like, you know, I know what I want. I do I do what I need to do. Like, if nobody can accept me for who I am, then, you know, if we're able to say that now with his, you know, with... Right, right. But, you know? <laughs> no. Right. That's a, it, it's a better understanding of that exchange. And I think, I think maybe the next conversation could probably be with maybe like a male coach, I think. Because I think sometimes the women, they're like, this is all great. Right. I want to know what the men think. And I, even though it shouldn't be about that, I think the, the, the main takeaway I got from you today is that this femininity thing is not really about getting the man per se. You're not doing it to get the man. You're doing it to better yourself and to really be one with yourself and to know your barometer. Like, to, you know, it's about you. That's your barometer. Right. It's about you. Yep. Absolutely. But, you know, it's still, you know, maybe a good 80% of us that's just like, but well, we still want to know what the minimum though. <laughs> and let me tell you, uh, he will tell you exactly what I said, but the male version of how right. they do want to take care of us. They do want to love us. Matter of fact, I saw something um, in terms, in conversation about femininity. I saw this on the internet today and I was like, booyah. Uh, um, this woman wrote, and I, I, I follow Black Love Bible on IG. I love it. And um, it said, when I receive love and consistency, it's like the goal sign for my heart to give back a hundred times more. It's like, I want to find even more ways to show it. When, when it feels safe to love giving, it won't be a hard thing. You'll want to do it. And that's what. Right. And, and that's what a lot of women have said uh, when I talked to them this week, like their biggest thing is that men are requiring all these things, but you're not making it safe for us to want to let go. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'll admit to you if I feel like you are, I'm, if you're safe. So right. I, think that, I think that for the men who are tuning in, this is an important concept for you to understand that it's not that women are like, we don't want to submit, we don't want to whatever. But if you're not creating consistency, if you're not creating stability, and if we don't feel safe, why would I, you know, submit to you? Like, why would I do that? Right. So I think that that is a good, a good quote. Excuse me. Yeah, and if you and if you do that inner work, you you'll definitely you'll definitely set the bar high enough that you will know you will right. know right away that mm, nope. That's mm. that's Okay, so Marjorie, please let us know how can we get in contact with you? Like how how can people you know find you? Mm-hmm. We you know get you know get tutored by you like what <laughs> by you coach, coach <laughs> well let me tell you don't come if you're not ready to do that inner work because it has it has to start from the inside right out i'm not i'm not about the exterior I, I am but i'm not because because i truly believe that it has to start from the inside um for for it to express itself on the outside um, and I, let me tell you, I love it. I can talk about this all day long. You know, I will debate about it all day long. I truly stand on it. Um, and so, you know, if people want to work with me. And like I said, I'm working on my course that I'm, I'm going to be putting out. It's a new thing. I'm all about self-talk. I believe about, I believe self-talk, but femininity and self-talk, meaning like changing how you talk to yourself, right. Begins the work. Um, of changing from the inside out. So people can um, look out, uh, reach out to me. Um, I'm on IG, Marjorie Vale. If you see my name pop up on here, there it goes all together. And then um, uh, 
my company is N Maroc um, LLC, but um, it's N Maroc.com. All right, cool. Mm-hmm. And I look, I look forward. I let me tell you, I find so much joy in uh, in, in in doing this. And let me tell you, women. Oh my, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm good. I'm, I'll stop right there. <laughs> yeah, because you know we're gonna keep. We're gonna. The thing is, every time we talk about something like I know, it just keeps that, that, one, and then that one. All that means is that there has to be like another part one, part two, part three, or I guess when the course is ready, right? Yes, like the course, and we could learn all of this in a professional setting. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I, I, I. So Enmarak, um, uh, dot com or Marjorie Vale, um, on IG, um. Okay reach out to me and I, I do one-on-one um I support women one-on-one if they want one-on-one coaching um the the femininity and self-talk thing is going to be a, a group thing and I think you know sometimes people like to be able to bounce thoughts and ideas with other people so whatever the need is I am I am here all right so thank you everyone for tuning in to another episode of According to RP on WJMS Media, powered by Black Ivy Media. It's your girl, Rita Pierre, your host, and I will talk to you guys next week. You were listening to According to RP on WJMS Radio. About time you tuned in. Tune in each and every Sunday. I can't wait to come back. 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's all online.